Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast. When one of us is an actual father and none of us are priests. My name is James Dreer. I'm joined here by Tyler. Big Herbie Herbo. What's going on? And Trey. Sticky Fingers Jose. Hello. How we doing? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, that's a very pleasing way to start off the show. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> like almost Swedish. Wide accents are foreign to me. I just I just throw out yeah. a thing and hopefully it's white. Just be polite, nice. And <laughs> that's, that about does the job. <laughs> to be white? <laughs> what? Hello, guten tag. Oh, nice land you have here. It'd be a shame if somebody claimed it. <laughs> sure would be a shame. Oh, Jason. Stasiums. <laughs> Something like that. Jason Claytham is uh here and claiming your land. <laughs> all right. Uh thank you all for popping in here. Uh week thirteen waiver wires. That's fourteen crazy. waiver wires. Week fourteen <laughs> waiver wires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I don't even know what week it is anymore. So that's how you know we're just about to the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, kind of crazy that the season's almost over. It is. Felt like we just started. Yeah, dude, it's almost twenty twenty four. Yep. No, thank you to the future. I'll just <laughs> say that. <laughs> yes, it is almost twenty twenty four. Get your uh, what are those called? Trading cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looked at me like I knew exactly what he was usually trying to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually, do. usually do. That's you, guys got, got, you guys got a secret plot? <laughs> you definitely get your trading cards in order. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's number one. Uh, the, the world didn't end 2023, but you got 2024. Hold them cards tight. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, season's almost over. Uh, we're winding down here, so... I uh, appreciate y'all listening if you have been all year uh, at the FF Fathers on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't yet, we appreciate the follows, the likes, and all that-ish stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that-ish. That kind of Things thing. like that, you know. Make, follow us. You want Things like that. Uh, things we're saying. You want to know what we're saying, what we're doing? Follow us. Follow the FF Fathers. We will show you. Uh, Monday night game, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags taking on Mr. Browntown, Browning, uh, Jake, Jake Browning, (laughs) and the Cincinnati Bengals. Just wrapped up. The Bengals won by a field goal in overtime. Uh, It's actually one of the more entertaining primetime games, I guess, is his actual – it was a, a close game that had some scoring, which is nice to see. Good for fantasy. Uh, but a lot of guys getting hurt, going out. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, bad for fantasy. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, got stepped on by his own guy, then kind of bent over awkwardly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's got an ankle slash leg injury. That's yeah. all the details we have so far. I mean, they said they took him immediately to the x-ray room. There's... Just looking at it, like I wouldn't be surprised if something was broken. Hopefully, that's not the case. But uh, 
But yeah, I mean, if he's out, if it it is broken, he's done for the, for the year. The Jags, like just as a team, their hopes are gone. Yeah, CJ Beathard's not going to make do any kind of playoff run. What if it's a high ankle sprain? Well, then I mean, probably a pretty bad one. Um, it maybe even similar to like what Kenny Pickett has, who's having surgery to fix his. Um, so, but and if you do that, you're out f- usually like four to six weeks, I think. Right. So if you're playing fantasy football and it is a high ankle sprain, probably you're consider kinda, Trevor Lawrence out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for your for your own playoffs, yes, for fantasy purposes. What what what's the best case scenario with what happened from what you saw? On I mean. That he's just a honestly best case scenario is probably a high ankle sprain. Yeah, <laughs> right. Probably. Which means he's out. Best case scenario is three weeks. Yeah, if he wants to really be a soldier. And that I mean, if that's the case, that means you're he's coming back for what championship week essentially. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was not like a, your normal ankle tweak and tried to walk it off and just couldn't. Like he looked like he was in bad pain. Um, and. Well, to couldn't be even fair, put any weight on it. So, yeah. To be fair, if Trevor Lawrence was your starting quarterback, you were probably not in a bad situation as a fantasy playoff team. Right yeah. now, he's uh, quarterback sixteen on the year, which means he's like flirting with starting. Yeah, he's has definitely not been the production a lot of people expect from him. Everyone kind of expected a big jump this year with you know second year under Doug Peterson. And just the overall, you know, leap we tend to uh, see from QBs in their third season. Tom Peloroso uh, just tweeted and said, uh, Trevor Lawrence being diagnosed with an ankle sprain will have an MRI on Tuesday. So it's well, not, that's good. That means it's not that, a fracture. That, yeah, because they did, they did x-rays already. So that means that it's no broken bones. MRI will show how bad that ligament is, though, in the... Uh, in the ankle, like I said, Kenny Pickett's doing the same thing where you actually have surgery to or, to tighten the ligament back up because it stretched so badly. So let's just be fair to say that if you have Trevor Lawrence as a starting quarterback and you're making a playoff push, hopefully find a backup option. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I've I've seen a bunch of leagues like even Sam Howell's still available, even though he's a top ten quarterback and throws the ball like crazy all year. Except for this week, for some absolutely ridiculous reason, when they they were down, the the, the final score of that game was forty five to fifteen, and he had twenty three passing attempts. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is Ron Rivera doing? Uh, who knows, man? Uh, we've been asking that for what three years now, and yeah, I much on prefer a team that's been throwing the ball more than anybody. He I had think. eight straight games of forty plus attempts before yeah. that game, yeah. like. They're throwing the ball more than anybody. Yeah. So what's going I miss on? Riverboat Ron. I want to go back to that guy. I want to go back to to pre cancer River <laughs> Riverboat uh, Ron. God, I was gonna say it, but I'm glad so you said he, it first. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he passed it, but like, like he's not aggressive anymore. Yeah. It's just strange, strange decisions. Uh, yeah, Terry McLaurin had three targets in that game, zero receptions. Put up a big old dud. If you were, did you did you see his him. quote after the game? No, they asked him about only having three targets and no catch. He's like, "Well, got I got my cardio in today, guys. <laughs> Ran a lot of sprints. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Also got a zero on many fantasy teams, including one of mine. So yeah, me too. Uh, and week and that's the shitty thing too, because week thirteen was a bitch with with bye weeks so a lot of guys like scary terry was a 
fringe player you put in your lineup all year, but a lot of guys were forced to yeah, this week, forced. and he does absolutely nothing. Yep. Uh, other injuries, Christian Kirk headed to the locker room. He was out for the rest of the game. Uh, I missed this play. I did not see what happened. It was on his big reception. Um, I didn't actually see the play either, but um, so I'm not entirely sure what happened. I know it's a groin injury. Um, I don't know how bad the severity is, though, in any way. Well, keep an eye out on that. Uh, Puka Nakua, AC Sprain, Sunday's game against Cleveland. Uh, he's still expected to play week 14. He's been dealing with that. And then our, our boy, which we'll get into here, but uh, our little little tiny tank, Tank Dale, um, out for the rest of the season. Yeah, that was sad because, I mean, it's a, such a terrible play to do it on. Like, it's a running play. He's just trying to block. It rolls up on. Yeah, fractured fibula. Yeah. Yikes. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, Titans, Derrick Henry, not in, not in concussion protocol, according to uh, – Oh, Coach McVeigh there. McVeigh? Or not McVeigh. Vrabel. Uh, Vrabes. The old Vrabes. Yeah. yeah. Came out today. Yeah. It was in concussion. concussion. Pro- they said it was announced he was in it, then Vrabel came out and said that he wasn't. So I don't know what's going on in that situation. A um, couple other ones we should probably throw out there too. Ramondre Stevenson uh, yes. got hurt. Uh, ankle sprain, it looks like. Not sure what his stats will be for this week. Um, and honestly, I also want to... Th- bring up this weird quarterback situation in New York all of a sudden. So I don't know if you guys heard about this today, but they were it came out this morning that the Jets were considering going back to Zach Wilson this week, but Wilson was reluctant to take back the starting position. <laughs> and then Salah came out today at his press conference and said that's not the case. Um, they're still determining what they're going to do. Um, but that Wilson was ready to go. But it's weird that like someone said that, and then it was reported on. So that you don't generally just it was you don't just say that without having kind of a verified source. And so, like, I don't, apparently Zach Wilson just doesn't want to play football anymore. Is basically what I get out of that. Huh. You back at Mills, dog. He's good. Yeah. He's like, and honestly, fantasy wise, do we take a loss? No, no I mean, of course not. Like, uh, you know, and it's not like Tim Boyle's done anything, and so they're considering also going to Trevor Simeon. Like, I mean, there's there's no upside here in the offense, but it's still weird to hear somebody be like, I don't know if I want to do this, coach. <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to go back out there. Yeah, I mean, he's – That's horrible. It's yes. tough for him, kind of the laughing stock of the NFL, right, because he just gets shit on every week. So it's like, yeah, it's – I don't know. That's tough. Uh, let's get into these waiver wires uh, at the top of the list. Oh wait, bye weeks. Ooh. Week fourteen bye weeks. It's us. It's a short list. Arizona Cardinals, Washington Commanders. That's it. Ah, so we're missing out on Kyler, James Connor, and Trey McBride. At this point, I would throw in there. He's been killing it. Yep. Basically all the Cardinals, yeah. Yeah, three, I would say. And other than that... Well, Sam Howell. um, I guess Sam Howell is a top-ten quarterback. And and Sam Howell, yeah. Even though he's available in a bunch of leagues still for some reason. um, Insane. And the leagues that the smart people did pick him up and are playing him, like, uh, you know, you might be needing to pivot. Yep. Uh, All right. 
Top of the list, yes, Ramondre Stevenson is hurt, so Ezekiel Elliott probably going to be a popular pickup. Um, <clears throat> the Patriots didn't practice on Monday, uh, but uh, it's reported that Stevenson wouldn't have tar- participated participated if they did uh, have a practice session. So uh, injured right ankle. Um, it's believed to be dealing with an ankle sprain. He doesn't seem likely to suit up on Thursday night against the Steelers in a short week. So it's looking like it's going to be the the Zeke show on Thursday against the Steelers. Is he worthy of being picked up and played? No. I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. Like, all right, here's here's my, my biggest concern. Zeke, because Ramondre went down pretty early in that game. Zeke played 69% of snaps, had 17 tar- or 17 carries, but for only 52 yards. So that's just over three yards a carry against the Chargers defense, which has been one of the very worst run defenses in the NFL. And you still can only get 50, 52 yards off of that? Like, mm-hmm. And now you're going to play a much better defense in, in Pittsburgh. That's a perfect point. Um, the offense has been trash all year. So... Oh, did, did you guys did you guys hear the stat of how bad they actually are? Uh-uh. The Patriots have held three teams in a row to ten points or less and have lost every game. That hasn't Yikes. happened since like nineteen thirty seven. Makes me so happy as a Raiders fan. Let the Patriots suffer. Like it's crazy how bad that offense is. Yeah, it, it's bad, man. They suck. Offense can't do shit. We've been talking about it for years. We we can't trust the receivers. We could trust their running backs at one point. Times have changed. Um, this is one of those offenses that you completely avoid. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with you on that. So yeah, I'm not I'm not rushing to pick up Zeke unless I'm in a super desperate situation. I just need a running back. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't need a running back unless there's other injuries involved here because there's only two teams on by. And right. Brian Robinson, you were never really considering having your lineup much anyways. James Conner, yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be hurting at the running back position other than your standard hurting at the running back position. All right, another uh, name on the waiver wire list, uh, another running back, Roshan Johnson. Team was on uh, – the Chicago Bears were on by last week. But in week 12, he did lead the team um, in touches out of the backfield and snaps. Uh Played 74% of snaps. Didn't have a great showing on the ground. 10 rushes, 35 yards, but had some nice work through the air. Five targets, five receptions for 40 yards. We'll take that uh, all day out of your running backs. So maybe the tide is turning and this team is starting to lean towards. We we kind of expected eventually they would go to Roshan. He would become the, the guy there in Chicago, but... It's kind of been slow going uh, for that, but he did lead the team last year or last the last time they played, which is week 12, by quite a bit. His snap percentage jumped way up, um, finished the day with 10 fantasy points, but could be an asset going into the playoffs if he starts becoming the main contributor. Yeah, honestly, I like the way Roshan runs, though. Like, like watching him, I'm like, he should be the feature back in this offense. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, he'll, like... He passes the, the, the eye test. Yeah, exactly. Like the yards will come with it, and the Bears have a terrible offensive line, so that doesn't help by any means. But just the way he runs, I'm like, this is a guy that should be the lead, the lead back here without question. As much as Khalil Herbert can be a very good back himself, um, uh, you know, obviously a little different in terms of like their running styles. So 
But I just like the Roshan just seems like a type of guy that the Bears need. Pick up the tough yards. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't buy too much into it, but it's uh definitely seems like it's turning in his tide a little bit. Um another running back on the list, Tajay Spears. And just to go back on Roshan, I yeah, I would take the risk of uh of picking him up if I'm like have some room on my bench for a playoff run. But yeah, Tajay Spears. <laughs> Fuck us, dude. We're talking about Tajay Spears for what, the thirteenth time in a row. Four, Tyler's Tajay. How many times can we talk about this motherfucker? Uh at least one more time apparently. At least for the next uh let's see, four weeks. <laughs> Put like, him on your team. Um Yeah, the fact like his ownership still being at thirty three percent is insane. He's uh, it doesn't matter it's not just us. You look at any waiver wire rankings on across every platform, he's always listed. Yeah. Like, why aren't people getting this? It's just because he hasn't. It's, it hasn't happened, right? Like Derek hasn't gotten hurt. Once Derek gets actually hurt, um, we yeah, would free we for would all. It. But here, so so me, I'm like, he his percentage should probably be a hundred percent owned, just like Derek Henry, because every Derrick Henry owner should have him as their backup on the bench as a cuff. Yep. Yeah, he's still not even rostered in uh, 50% of leagues on Ridiculous. Sleeper. Uh, but we did see Derrick Henry go out in the fourth quarter um, with a possible concussion. So it was the Tajay Spears show, 16 attempts on the ground, 75 yards, 4.7 uh, average, not, not bad. He also got six targets through the air and caught four of them, only 13 yards, but still some nice volume through the air. This is kind of what we expect if if Derrick Henry's missing time at all. It's going to be all Tajay Spears, and uh, he's going to get a ton of volume. So yeah, and he's capable of handling the the workload too. Uh, we said earlier in the show, Vrabes came out and said Derrick Henry does not have a concussion, so I guess that means he's not in concussion protocol. I would imagine, uh, but yeah, I mean this team is is not fighting for anything again. It's Vrabes, so he's gonna he's gonna put his best guys out there and and not see what the rookie has. But hopefully, eventually, Tajay gets consistent volume here at the the back end of the stretch. Um, but yes, worth adding, and you know he's a high upside player if if he does, uh, you know, get uh get a good amount of volume. We've talked about him way too much. Just throw him on your team. You got a little bit of space, throw him on your roster, just do it. We've been doing it for 13, 14 weeks now. Uh, Elijah Moore, the receiver for the Cleveland Browns, finally got some some decent work. Um, 12 targets from uh, good old Joe Flacco. Only caught four of them, so that's Dude, not- Joe balled out. That's not great, but Joe was playing well. He, you know, Elijah Moore still finished with 83 yards on the day, 10.3 fantasy points and half PPR. Um, Only four catches on those 12 targets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little worrisome. But, but he was getting peppered with targets. Yeah. From and Amari Cooper Blackwell. did go down with an injury while he's in concussion protocol. And so, obviously, he has to be able to pass through that to come back back this week. Um, so, we'll see what happens there. But, uh but yeah, I mean Joe Flacco looked good. I mean, I understand it's like first game back, all this stuff, um, and he could absolutely be shit next week. That's you know a possibility. It's Joe Flacco, but uh, but yeah, for his first game, like he played really well. And I in our Superflex league, 
I had Lamar Jackson on by, so Jared Goff went to my QB1. So I needed QB2, and I had been like kind of running with like Zach Wilson, and I picked up Tim Boyle because just to have a, another quarterback to throw in there once the bye weeks came. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to give Flacco a shot. And it worked out beautifully. <laughs> he played well. And, Fuck you know, yeah. obviously him and Elijah Moore have some sort of connection back in 2021 when Flacco was with the Jets. That's when, oh, that's true that's too, when yeah. Moore was having all those big games. And we thought, oh, man, this guy could be a legit fantasy. That's true. I forgot about that connection stud. there. And uh, obviously, you know, that, that connection's still there. So if, uh, if, if Joe's playing, you know, Elijah Moore might actually be a fantasy relevant player here at the back end of the stretch and be worthy of of starting yeah and also i also do like if you look at his uh last four games you're talking about at least seven targets in all four of them that's a pretty good floor for anybody i mean yardage and catches have been a little suspect um to get there but a guy that's getting the ball consistently thrown to him it's a good sign that eventually production will come behind it yeah it's a good number i'm all about it um. All right. What we got here? Noah Brown. Uh. So again, Tank Dell out. Uh. Rest of the season, unfortunately. But uh, what that does do is is clear up some of the <clears throat> volatility um in this uh, receiving group as far as who's going to have a big game and who's not. Um. They're all capable of it. We've seen it with C.J. Stroud. Now Noah Brown and Nico Collins are really the only game in town. Um, so Dalton Schultz also dealing with his injury. I know Brevin Jordan's there, but Dalton was de- definitely demanded more targets than Brevin Jordan will. Um, but we've seen a, a couple big games out of Noah Brown recently, week nine and ten. Um, he was out for week 11 and week 12, and then – Barely played in Denver, right, or got hurt? No, he played. He actually had 81% snap share, but he just wasn't targeted at all. He had oh, two okay. targets on the game. He's still coming back from the injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so maybe just not getting open, even though he's on the field a bunch. Actually, I think it was his, it was his highest snap share, share of the season. Um, Just, yeah, maybe he was just a little slow out there, not, not quite back. More of a decoy than yeah. anything. But for me personally, Noah Brown's my number one waiver out of the week. Over anybody else there, Noah Brown's the guy I'd be targeting this week. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree. Yeah, with the passing offense, they're throwing the ball that much at this point. It doesn't matter about, you know, what their win-loss record is or anything like that. They're throwing the ball a shit ton. Mm-hmm. C.J. Shroud is extremely accurate. Tandell's out. Um, I think it's only obvious at this point that, you know, um, Noah Brown is the next guy up. Yeah, it'll be pretty clearly Nico Collins and Noah Brown, right? And then, you know, Robert Woods is still there, the ghost of Bobby Trees, and uh, R.I.P., we remember. And I have, honestly, uh, John Michi. John Michi, yeah. Uh, who? Mr. Mises? Michi. <laughs> oh, Mises. <laughs> For sure it's Michi. <laughs> but, but Michi's so much better. Yeah, that is cool, Mr. <laughs> Mises. Uh, so, anyways, strong passing game, really, really good quarterback uh, that he's attached to. And we've already seen him do it this year, right? So Robert Woods is such a small part of this team that they still have him in a Titans jersey on his photo on Sleeper. <laughs> Yikes. 
Um, so yeah, I would absolutely, I would prioritize probably Noah Brown out of everyone on this list. Um, Isaiah likely, obviously Baltimore tight end, uh, Mark Andrews out. Should have picked him up last week when they were on by. Yeah. It's you would have got him for nothing. It's old news. Um, yeah, yeah, they're back this week against the Rams. So, uh, 43% roster rate on sleeper. So he's still out there in quite a few leagues. He's the next tight end up on on the roster, and you should trust him because he has incredible athletic ability, and he's been on the team for at least, what, three years now? Six targets in week 12. Trust him as much as you would trust any other tight end. Yeah. And and the team likes him. Lamar likes him, so he's going to get used. Not as much as, you know, Mark Andrews, obviously, but he'll have plays. They are also playing the Rams this week, which are the third worst defense against tight ends on the season. Nice. Ooh, good dig, good dig. Oh, he's my start of the week. <laughs> he's calling dibs here right now. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. What else did you say? Uh, uh, whatever. What? <laughs> Dak Prescott's uh, cadence. Oh yeah, here we go. God, dude. The thing is, like, once you got pointed out, that's all you hear. It's, it was it's exactly like Peyton Manning in Omaha, right? Like, that's all you hear now. Omaha! Yeah, but, like, I know, like, everyone's cadence is different, but, like, where did here we go? Wait, are you going to be offsizing this? Oh. Here we go. Omaha! Yeah. Well, did you guys hear? This was a couple weeks ago. Uh, they have a clip of Russell Wilson. Uh, doing his cadence, and he—it's like it's old school, like you what you used to do, like in the backyard. He was like, "Hut one, hut two, God, dude, that's so <laughs> blue forty-two. <laughs> that's so Russell Wilson. Uh, it was hilarious. Blue forty-two set. <laughs> like it's fucking nineteen thirty-eight. Hut one, hut two, hut 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 hut. Uh, we're going on, we're going on three. Hut, get them, boys. Hut. <laughs> Huh? All right. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, uh, Washington Commanders receiver. I almost said uh, Redskins there. Still happens. Oh, still said it, though. It's still a thing. So they are on bye. So, yeah. I'm I not. don't care about him. <laughs> yeah. Not really. He's not getting enough. Playoff push. I mean, he's getting random production. Like, he has, like, really big games and really small games. Um, Definitely not something I'm considering picking up at any point, especially when they're on bye week. Like, what, like why is this? Nah. Why is he on the list? Nah, nah. Well, I guess it's because he's him. the only one that caught a pass the last uh, well, that, last that. game. But well, no, no, he's not going to do this weekend. Catch a pass, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ty Chandler. Oh, what about him? <laughs> is that was that a question? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that a real? <laughs> you picking him up? Really? No. Four carries in week 12. Then they had a bye. Uh, uh, dude, I'm not even keep talking. The waivers have been so bad. The, if been, we're talking about waivers on running backs, this guy had four carries last week. Two weeks ago. The Vikings can't run, but, but they the, can't run the ball anyways. But prior to that, to that four-carry game, he had 15 and 10 carries in the two games uh, prior to that. So... There's reason for it, but I mean, yeah, it, if, it was if you're struggling for a running back, then pick him up. But you're not going to get. It was starting. The Vikings to, can't run the ball. 
it was starting to look like he was going to maybe take over, but then they went right back to Madison against uh, against Chicago. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not relying on any Vikings running backs, so um, that's that. Khalil Shakir. Oh, Tupac and Khalil Mack's baby, Khalil Shakir. <laughs> is that who he is? Khalil Shakir, that's who he is. In my mind. I mean, he's a very deep cut. Um, like, he has the chance of, of always getting that long touchdown. He's shown it a few times this year of getting that, that long play. So, But you got to be really freaking desperate to have him in your lineup. Yeah. I mean, I would say he's probably the f- fifth option in the passing game behind Stephon, behind Gabe Davis, behind Dalton Kincaid, behind James Cook. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, DeMario yeah. Douglas, probably the best receiver on the Patriots, doesn't have a quarterback, gets nice targets, but uh, again, you're just hoping that he can get some accurate throws his way, but... I mean, I would like DeMario more than Khalil Shakur. Oh, definitely. If, yeah. if you're looking for like a, a nice flex guy, DeMario Douglas had, has fallen into the flex position beautifully yeah. the last he, three weeks or so. He is still dealing with this concussion. Um, So he didn't play in week 13 at all because of the concussion, and he's still not practicing. Like, even on today's, they didn't practice it, but on the injury practice report, if they were to practice, he still would not have participated. So right. this so this concussion is pretty serious. Like it seems like for for Demario, um, could be a little concerning. Yeah, knock the fuck out. All right, uh, tell him Smokey. That's pretty much it. I mean, Gerald Everett, tight end. If you want? No. no. Uh, five targets last week. Four catches, forty-four yards. Plays Denver. Uh, Dearness Johnson's kind of interesting running back in Jacksonville uh, tonight. We mentioned it while we were watching that it was all Dearness getting. Uh, well, ETN was still dealing kind of with a hamstring. Uh, it seemed like they were limiting his snaps as much as they could. Obviously, still needed him out there, but uh, Dearness was the second man up, not Tank Dell or Tank Dell, um, Tank Bigsby. So that's interesting. Uh, I guess if you're a Travis Etienne owner, I would be considering adding Dearness Johnson as a as a handcuff. Yeah, um, Etienne still got a decent workload. I mean, it was limited compared to what I think he's seen most of the year, but he still had f- uh, 15 touches overall. Yeah. Put up a decent game, scored a touchdown. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, if something does happen to Etienne, it's definitely the Dearness Johnson show at that point because Tank Bigsby basically isn't playing. Right. Trey, anything on Durnest? Mm. So Michael Mayer still available. It's oh my god! <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Totally pointless. Uh, uh, Durnest Johnson. <laughs> just anything he can. If he can just get the name in the, into every episode possible. I've been trying. I fucked up. I was wrong about him. But yeah. Um, no, honestly, I hell of a blocker. Hell of a blocker. <laughs> Tell you what, when he gets his He's hands playing on majority you, snaps. We got a new offensive coordinator. Who's Jordy Snaps? 
I hate you. Oh, he's playing with maturity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he, he can still develop into a really good tight end in the league, but like this his rookie year, yeah, they're he's blocking. Yeah, it's not working out. It's not working out. Um, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, Jordy snaps. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you should have just pushed that one to the mic, dude. It, you everyone uh, heard it anyways. Oh uh, yeah, I should have, yeah. Yeah. Jordy would have. Dude, I swear to God. <laughs> Jordy's number one top end on the year, all right? Um, all Jordy right. catches. As far as everything I'm looking at, I mean, you're just you're taking shots in the dock, really. So, yeah. Taking shots in the dock. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I would throw out there one more time. We've talked about a bunch this year, but Rashid Shaheed um, should be back this week from the injury. Derek Carr might not play. He's in with a concussion himself and a shoulder and a rib injury. And if that is the case, we know Winston likes to air the damn ball out. And Shahid's that kind of guy. So that'd be one other person I'd throw out there just as a as a deep. I fucking love that, honestly. Yeah, I love it. I like it. Rashid uh, Shahid, baby. Jameson Williams also. I mean, Jameson Winston rostered in forty one percent of leagues didn't get a ton of volume, but has been making kind of splash big plays. So maybe they look to get him more involved. I think he might be worthy of at least throwing on the end of your bench and seeing if it gets more consistent. Dude, you might get three touchdowns, a pick, yeah, a starting quarterback. You might get zero touchdowns and three picks. Well. I mean, he did score. They, they wanted him the ball. I mean, they used him in a in a trick play. That's how he scored a touchdown. It was a double reverse that he scored on. Yeah, right. Um, so they're they're finding creative ways to get him into the game plan. Uh, but I mean, we had another one like one of those really deep type of plays because he's not getting targets really. Right. You had in your boy Joe Flacco, two quarterback leagues and no, a two you. quarterback league. Yeah, yeah. I think it's he's worth it. I mean, for many people. He's a better option than what you probably have as your second quarterback, depending on how you drafted. Uh, like I said, I used him last week because I had Lamar Jackson on bye, and it worked out beautifully. But, uh, I mean, if Sam Howell, you know, if Sam Howell or Kyler Murray are your second quarterback, Joe Flacco is a pretty good pickup for to you know help replace that that kind of production. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for show. Um, all right. Well, I think. That will do it. Unless there's anyone else that we're missing. Did oh. we talk about Michael Mayer? We didn't. No. You want to say your piece? Michael Mayer. He exists. And don't put him on your roster yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just, does exist. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, keep looking at him. Any defenses off the top of your head? Defense? You yeah. Nope. Not off the top of my head. You have to listen to our starters and sits of the week. In order for me to really fully analyze what the fuck is going on this week. Trust me, I got you. Defenses that are available, I got you. <laughs> All right, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully we'll be out Thursday if uh, if Trey gets it posted. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> don't do that to me. Put that fucking... 
Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But now. either way, it'll be out this week before the main slate of games. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Starts and sits of the week. And uh, hit us up on Twitter at the FF Fathers or on Instagram. Uh, if you have any direct questions or things permanent to your roster, uh, pertinent is what I meant to say. Uh, pertinent. Yes, sir. That's a permanent pertinent. 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 You got it. Pertinent. Pertinent. You're like, is that a real word? You made that up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it after we stop recording. <laughs> well, you should ask Jeeves. He'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my homeboy Jeeves yeah. back in the day. Yeah, that's that boy Jeeves. Be the plug, dude. He knows everything. Uh, all right. That'll do it. We love you. Good night. Good day. And goodbye. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Pertinent. <laughs>